Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, hello. Welcome to Healthy Be Human. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host. And I'm literally so excited that you are here today listening. Today's episode is going to be a very, very just heart-to-heart, FaceTime-y vibe kind of chat. And... I am so excited. It's going to feel almost like girl talk vibes, like slumber party. We've stayed up all night and we're half delirious because that's kind of where I'm at right now in my day. I feel very delirious. I'm recording this at 6 p.m. on Tuesday, as in six hours before this episode drops. And this is the first thing I've done today besides go to an event. I've spent the entire day crying and having a life crisis, um, quarter life crisis, Hopefully not quarter, but it feels like one. And I want to talk about navigating your 20s. I feel like what better way and day to talk about your 20s and all of the stress and anxiety and confusion that comes with it than today. So before we get into this episode, I promise it's not going to be depressing. I'm in a much better mood right now. I want to get into a little self-check-in. So wherever you are, if you're driving, walking, whatever, I want you to just take a nice deep breath in. I'm going to do it with you today. So a big inhale through your nose for four counts. Hold this at the top. And then I want you to open your mouth and just sigh it out for four counts. One more time. Deep breath in. Growing nice and tall. And exhale, open your mouth. Sigh it out, letting your shoulders drop out of your ears. Okay. Slowing down, I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling today? As you answer, never judge yourself. Just acknowledge the feeling in your body and your mind. And just sit with it. And now asking yourself, okay, so I feel this way. Why do I feel like this? Maybe you're on your period. Maybe something happened at your job, at school. Maybe you just woke up in a weird funk or you're feeling like you're on top of the world, keeping things positive. Cool. Okay. (laughs) Now I want you to ask yourself, what is something I can do to become closer to the best version of me? Our best selves are always evolving and There's no one best self fits all. So what's something that you can do today to make yourself feel better? Maybe it's just listening to this episode. And now ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? I want you to pause the podcast. If you have not, grab yourself a nice glass of water. I will grab one as well. And let's hydrate our hot bots in three, in two. Here we go. Amazing. Okay. Now ask yourself, have I stood up in the past one hour. I'm going to stand up with you. Let's all stand up. (laughs) feel like we're at school. Shake out those legs. Remember when teachers would literally be like, okay guys, like in the middle of like the SAT or something, everyone be like, okay, stand up and shake it out. I don't know if anyone else's teachers did that, but mine did. Anyway, sit down (laughs) or keep walking. Um, I'm in a weird mood if you can't tell. Now I want you to ask yourself, what is something that the five-year-old version of me would be proud of? (sighs) Just getting real with yourself. Digging deep here. 
I know there is something, okay? Don't tell me there isn't. <laughs> and now I want you to just feel, feel proud of yourself right here. No matter where you're at in your day, in your life, just taking a moment to be so proud of how far you've come. And I promise there is something to be proud of. Trust me. Trust me. And now I want you to repeat this affirmation after me. I am worthy and deserving of my hopes and dreams. And I want you to say it again. And this time I want you to actually, actually believe it. Okay. So embrace what it feels like to feel worthy. Remember a time when you felt just so confident, like you were enough, all that goodness. And I want you to say it again one more time and embrace it. Ready? I am worthy and deserving of all my hopes and dreams. Boom. Okay. Final thing today in our check-in is I want you to make a promise to yourself. What is something that you are going to accomplish by the end of the week? And I want it to be a personal goal. So something that's going to make you have your cup get filled a little bit more. Amazing. All right. So I hope you're feeling a little bit more present with yourself, a little bit more checked in. I know how busy our lives can get, trust me. And it sometimes piles up and then we explode and we're on the floor sobbing and it feels like the world's ending. But trust me, taking time every day to just take a moment and press pause and reflect, it's going to do a lot and save you a lot of tears. So now moving along, I want to give you a life update and I don't mean for this to be depressing by any means at all. I was recently informed that (laughs) my content has felt negative and that was by my sister. (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? But whatever. Um... (laughs) I'm in the weirdest mood ever. But anyway, I I want to just like quickly just make a little bit of a disclaimer. Like I don't ever want my content to feel negative. Like I genuinely tell you guys and open up about my struggles just because I want you to feel seen and heard and I want to be real with you and I want everyone to just feel like we're all going through life together and it's not just you're going through life because I know how lonely it can feel sometimes when you're going through it and I just want my platforms to feel like that for you it's a safe space and there's no judgment and it genuinely is just we're going through life together we're growing together we're just becoming the best versions of ourselves and maybe one day we don't feel like we're the best versions of ourselves and that's okay and I want you to just know that and that's why I'm very open and vulnerable and it's scary but like my intention is to never be like Debbie Downer so Anyway, I don't know why I feel like I'm making an excuse. I'm not. But update, I have been a Debbie Downer and I don't know when this really started, but like I kind of mentioned earlier in the check-in, when we don't check in with ourselves, it all piles up. And I moved to New York City in the beginning of June and it's now October as I'm recording this, which is kind of crazy. Like time is just flying by and it's a little bit scary. And I was very, very excited to move to New York from Miami because I felt just very lonely and like I didn't fit in and I just didn't love Miami. And so I moved to New York City and I was so hopeful about it. All this stuff. I was like, this is it. I'm going to have such an awesome community, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I realized over the past course of time, I just feel like my I've kind of becoming less in touch with my just real self and all the things that make me feel really good inside and 
it's kind of just piled up on me and today I and yesterday and the day before that and the day before that I've been really upset and I've been really just depressed and really anxious and just realizing that I'm not exactly happy in New York I miss nature a lot. It's been really challenging having just Central... (laughs) I sound so annoying saying this. Just Central Park. No, but seriously, I really just thrive in space and in nature where there's not a lot of people. And I think what it has happened is it just feels a very overstimulating environment for me. So I'm kind of going through that right now. I'm figuring out... I have a year-long lease here and I'm trying to figure out kind of what to do with that. And like, I want to like New York more than anything, but I don't know. I just don't, I just don't feel great here. And so I don't feel as inspired. I don't feel as just like creative and I am a beach gal at heart. And I've always known that about myself. So it's been interesting and I don't know, I feel like a little bit of a disconnect with my just you guys in a, in a way it's weird I feel like because I'm disconnected with myself I felt less connected with others and I don't know it could be all in my head but I just feel weird and I want to be open about that I've been feeling really weird lately and I want to just chat today about navigating your 20s one of my favorite topics to talk about I've recorded so many episodes about it and honestly I feel like this topic can just never we can never stop talking about it maybe when I'm 30 I'll be like navigating your 30s my babes I don't know why I said babes, queens. (laughs) Anyway, I think something that I really wanted to chat about is like overwhelm. The first thing I want to chat about today about navigating your 20s is overwhelm. And people don't freaking talk about this enough is the era of how confusing life really is. I mean, we can genuinely go down so many different paths and become so many different versions of ourselves and do so many different things. And it's like, as we grow up, we have school to tell us what to do for like literally years of our lives. Like, I mean, we go into school when we're like four or five years old and don't leave school until we're 21, 22, 20. However, I mean, you'd literally be 30 and leave school. That's crazy. And so we have a huge chunk of just our lives being our most multiple years when we're growing up and we're being in a system telling us, okay, this is what you have for homework. This is what we're learning today. This is what you're doing next year. You have to do this to graduate. You have to do this again to the next college. Okay, you're in college. Like this is what to do to complete your major, internships, all this stuff. But what happens when you get through the system and you realize really quickly that there is no more system? I mean, after school, it's like free for all. You can do so many things and it's almost like the pressing matter is how do I survive and how do I become successful? So living in New York City, I am an entrepreneur, so I work for myself. I have an online Pilates studio called Sweaty Studio. If you haven't checked it out, shameless plug to go check it out. It's like my baby I love it so much I it's almost one year of having sweaty studio and I'm genuinely just beyond grateful for the ability to make this my day-to-day passion and just do it and help people but aside from the fact I'm an entrepreneur in New York City and a content creator and something I've noticed about New York is a lot of people graduate and move to New York City right after school to work a corporate job And a lot of the times the corporate job is more than just nine to five. It can be an eight to eight, can be seven to nine, whatever. It's a very work heavy culture here and a lot of partying as well, because 
it's like work all day long and then happy hour with your company and then the after happy hour going out whatever it just like is a continual thing and I've just noticed that a lot of people I've talked to who are in the corporate structure of life are feeling very similarly that I feel and it's just confusion and feeling like is this really it like is this the right thing for me and am I doing enough I feel like I should be further along I feel like I should be feeling this way having this much whatever it's just a lot of confusion happening and I want to just kind of like rewire all of our brains for a second and just go back to school. So maybe you're listening to this episode and you're in college or you're in high school, whatever. I want you to just literally go so far back to the point when you first entered school before everything felt like this system or like you had to do something specifically in your life to make X amount of money, whatever. Think about the time when you were a little kid, a little kid, and you genuinely were just so happy and happy-go-lucky. You had no weight of the world on you. What was, what were you up to? Like, what kind of hobbies and things were you doing? For me, I was obsessed, obsessed with figure skating. I would drag my parents to take me ice skating and would just thrive. I also loved dancing. I loved singing. I loved playing with my stuffed animals and creating gymnastics competitions and playing school and writing textbooks and writing books, little mini short story books about a figure skater named Brynn. I have a freaking series, you guys, that I wrote when I was like eight years old. I used to love to write all this stuff. Start to just think about what you liked to do as a kid. I also loved being outside. I loved biking with my dad. I loved going hiking, all the good stuff. sorry so now I want you to think about okay so like what am I what am I doing right now (laughs) a lot of times I've noticed when I'm feeling extremely overwhelmed and just confused in my 20s post-college era or in school whatever I like to just look back at my inner child because your your inner child is still living inside of you. I mean, we never grow out of our childhood. I mean, we never stop being that kid deep down. And it's so good to think about like what kind of hobbies and things you loved then and thinking about how can I re-implement it back into my life now. So something that I want to challenge myself into doing, and I have not been doing this yet, is I want to go figure skating again. And I think I'm holding myself back just because genuinely I know it's so good for me. And for some reason, when I know things are good for me, I don't do them. Self-sabotage right there. So for me, I think it's figure skating. And I also think it's writing. I used to write a lot of poems. I would write short stories. I took a non or took a fiction class in college or no creative writing class in college. And it was like my favorite ever. And yeah, I mean, I just think it's like important to make sure our lives still have those things that keep us feeling grounded and rooted and figuring out like maybe you need to add a dance class into your calendar or you need to literally just put on music and have a dance party in your room like nobody cares and listen to Hannah Montana. I don't know. Just sing your heart out. I think literally just adding more of your inner child stuff into your routine again I think it'll help you feel a little bit less confused in adulthood 
and a little bit more like yourself. Another thing I think is really important is taking time to just be in solitude. And for me, sometimes I do this a little too much of being in solitude and I hold myself back from being social. I recently realized I've been struggling a lot with social anxiety. Whenever I'm in big crowds and stuff, I just want to get out and I don't want to just, I don't want to be social. Like I can do groups of two, three, but I feel like once it hits four, all of a sudden I'm very like self-conscious. I feel like everyone's thinking about me and I want to go run and hide in a hole. So it's something I'm currently navigating. So if you're like on that end of the spectrum like me, maybe don't prioritize being in solitude quite as much. Maybe try to challenge yourself to be a little bit more social. But if you feel like you're constantly around people, you never have any alone time, it can be really helpful to just take some time to yourself and just spend it maybe just phone free, music free, just literally meditate in silence and just be still. A lot of times when we're in our 20s, it's such a hustle bustle culture trying to make it quote unquote. And honestly, guys, like what does it even mean to make it? I've thought about this so many times and I'm like, as someone who is an entrepreneur, like I feel like obviously I have my goals and stuff, but I don't know, like what to me is really making it. Like I think a lot of people feel like making it is making a certain amount of money, but I can say for a fact that that is not very fulfilling. I was making $40,000 at the beginning of this time last year my job I was working and then I have like really increased my salary since starting my own business which has been really really nice but honestly to me like it still never feels like enough so I think it's really important to figure out okay like what is making it for you like what like defining your success and realizing that success is not fulfilling when it's just materialistic stuff so For me, like I have talked about this a million times, but how I had an apartment in Miami that was literally the most beautiful place ever. It was my dream apartment. It was like a glass house, floor to ceiling windows, white floors, white walls, looking at the pool, palm trees everywhere, wraparound balcony on the 12th floor. It was literally in the most pristine location ever. And living there, I still was not happy. And... I think it's just really important to like we can get really distracted sometimes in our 20s thinking that and I mean in general in life like thinking about the future feeling like like trying to escape the present by just dreaming about the future and creating a false reality and I had been dreaming about this dream apartment and when I actually got there like it just still didn't feel like enough so I think something that's really important in your 20s is literally defining for yourself like what does success mean for me and looking for like digging deeper than just money than security like making success something that is really integrated with your personal why and there's a really good book I've totally talked about it on here before it's by Simon Sinek called start with why and it's basically all about figuring out why am I doing something (laughs) and I think it's really important to have a personal why, like figuring out why am I working the job I'm working? Why am I hanging out with the people I'm hanging out with? Like getting real with yourself and defining what does it mean to me to have a successful friendship? What does it mean to me to have a successful relationship, to have a successful career? Like what does that look like? And 
making it actually have value. This is not just, I want to have a hot husband or boyfriend or whatever and just be that picturesque couple. Like getting real with yourself about what does like what does a successful relationship really look like? What are your love languages? Like is this person fulfilling them? I mean I could talk about relationships for so long and I'll have to do a whole episode on it. But I think it's really, really good to just get actually like real with yourself and journal about it and kind of just I don't know, like I like to look at our 20s as a starting place. And obviously, I think in life, we have so many different moments that we can restart and start over. And it doesn't really matter what age. But I think after college, it's like a fresh, a fresh palette. And like, this is the best time to strategize and to just figure out what are my, it's almost like building a business. When you build a business, you have a business plan, you have your business mission, your business values, you have your vision statement, you have your why all this stuff. I don't even know what I'm saying, but (laughs) there's a whole like layout to it. And I think it's important to even do that with your own life. I mean, just like having, having a good little, having a good little starting place. And as times get tough and feel overwhelming and you get like super just feeling lost to revisit all of those things. And I need to do this. I feel like I'm talking to myself right now and I've been feeling just very lost recently in what I'm doing and all this stuff. And yeah, I need to just like revisit my values and things like that because I don't know, like I'm going to just keep things real with you guys because I know, I know how tight we are and (laughs) I'm laughing at myself. I wish I could meet you guys like in person, seriously. And like, I feel like we'd all be best friends, but I think for me, it's like, I am 23 and I have my own online business and podcast and social media presence and Sometimes I just feel like I'm always changing and I still am figuring out who I am and I'm still like just changing constantly and I put a lot of pressure on myself. I've always done that ever since I was a figure skater. I I told you at the beginning of this episode how I used to figure skate when I was a child and I loved it and I skated all through high school and a little bit in college just for fun and I kind of stopped. I didn't skate for an entire year and Skating for me in high school became really toxic and I quit competitive figure skating because I just took the fun out of it. I started putting so much pressure on myself. I just started trying to become a perfectionist. I got too caught up in what other people were thinking about me and I became really judgmental of my body and I had a coach tell me I need to lose weight. So of course it triggered me and I believed her and I was like always would watch videos of myself or look at something, a picture of me and just never thought I was enough. And a sport that I was so innocently loved growing up, I loved competing, I loved training, I loved learning new stuff, turned into a sport where I judged myself so intensely and if I felt like I wasn't constantly getting better, I felt like I was an all-time failure. And I want to just tell you guys something that I have learned from being a business owner is that there will be failure and failure does not mean you're failing. I don't think any of us are really failing. Maybe you feel like you've hit rock bottom. Maybe you feel like you've hit rock bottom and gone even further down, even further than you realize you could. And you just feel like you're not 
improving at the same speed that you were like a month ago or maybe you look at a picture of yourself from a year ago and you feel like you've gained a lot of weight and you feel insecure and you're judging yourself and comparing yourself to that past version of you you feel like a failure like I've been there I just want to say like I don't think any of that is failing I think it's just part of our journeys and I think going through struggles and obstacles and emotions it's making us stronger than we were before. If life, like if God just threw rainbows and sunshine our way constantly, like I don't think we would be where we are in our lives. Like the, some of the strongest people I've met are the ones that have gone through the hardest things and have experienced things that no one should have to experience. I mean, I don't know. I feel like like a lot of times like the hard periods of our lives the most confusing and scary periods of our lives the most uncomfortable are the ones that are really going to make the most impact and it's kind of up to it's not up to us if we want to let it become a strength or let it defeat us so going back a little bit to my business because I feel like I don't really talk about it a ton here but like being an entrepreneur is really difficult and I mentioned before that I've been feeling pretty stuck in my own just personal life recently. I feel like I haven't felt that motivated to have fitness goals. I feel like I've just kind of been like existing, floating around day to day, just not feeling that inspired. And it's really hard because my job is me. And if I'm not in it, I don't, I just feel like the stuff that I produce and create just isn't it. And I just, it's, I don't know, psychologically, it's been really difficult running a business while feeling like this because I put so much pressure on myself. And this business I started in 2019 as a blog called I'm Sweaty and I Know It was something that was just a fun little hobby of mine. I thought it was so fun to write. I thought it was so fun to share things that I was finding with other people. And it's turned into this thing where I open my DMs or my email and I feel anxiety and the anxiety is not from like the anxiety is literally me just feeling like creating false realities in my mind and just being like oh my gosh like people probably hate what I'm doing like it's probably gonna be another hate DM like I literally don't even get that many negative DMs so it's the weirdest thing like I'm like putting so much pressure on myself that I'm making this I'm sucking the fun out of everything I'm doing And as a result, I'm like making myself feel stuck and I'm creating this reality that's just so, just so not it. And the reason I'm like rambling about what I'm going through is because I also want to just stress the importance of understanding that like our minds create our reality. And I had this realization like yesterday, it's like the scarcity mindset versus the abundance mindset. So if you live, I've been living in a very intense scarcity mindset recently. It's been, oh my gosh, like what if I don't have enough in the next month? I am so stressed, all this stuff. And it's creating stress in my life. It's creating a reality that isn't fun to live in versus just looking at life from a different angle. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe my sales are lower than they were a month ago and 
yeah, maybe that is a little bit uncomfortable because who knows? Like, who knows what could possibly happen? It's we're literally tiny specimens on a floating rock in the middle of the universe. Um, But like looking at it from a perspective of, yeah, okay, so yeah, this month is a little bit lower than last month. But like, there's so much that I'm so excited about. I mean, I have such a kick-ass community of amazing women who are so encouraging and so supportive and so motivating, who I get to connect with literally every single day. I get to work with my boyfriend who is so encouraging and we're so fun to have the most fun time strategizing. I also, I get the opportunity to share, just share so much. I can even share how much of an impact God's making on my life every day. Like, I don't know, like looking at things from a different perspective and not making this failure the complete idol of your entire life. I mean, failure in quotations, it it just doesn't have to be the center of your life. And I feel like I'm just rambling this episode and that's fine. That's totally fine. But it's like in your 20s, like I said, there's literally no one size fits all path, journey, whatever. I mean, I think that all of our lives would be so much better and feel so much less chaotic and overwhelming if we just took a step back for a second looked at our lives from an outside perspective and just realized that we're safe. We're fine. Like, honestly, the worst thing that could happen to all of us, and this is going to sound a little bit morbid, is that we just die tomorrow. And that's like, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's not the worst thing. I don't know. But point is, is that like, we're fine. We're safe. And realizing that we can only take things one step at a time. I mean, God is literally, he's there for every single one of us. He is taking care of us. And I think when times get really tough, like today was really tough for me. I just leaned into God and I was just chatting with him. Like I was literally just having a texting conversation with a friend like all day long. And it really gave me a lot of comfort and just realizing that I can't control a lot of the, like the outside and the happening, but I can control my mind. I can control how I perceive my reality and God is controlling the rest. And when you release, when you just decide to release the chaos of being in your 20s and just take a hop on your surfboard and just ride the waves, just ride the waves, embrace it, embrace getting slammed in the face with salt water, embrace hitting, I don't know surfing lingo, I don't know if half pipe is a word, but hitting like that point in the wave where you're just riding the wave and the wave is just rolling over you and you're going under it perfectly and you come out on top and everyone's excited and all that stuff. I love surfing so much. I've never surfed, but I love watching surfing videos. So you, you, you probably know what I'm talking about, but like it just is a journey and we're all on this journey together and I think something that really really can become difficult is when we isolate ourselves and this is different than having alone time spending time in solitude just reflecting praying meditating whatever you got to do to just regroup reconnect isolation is different because 
isolation is kind of what I was talking about at the beginning like when I talked told you guys a little bit about how I've been struggling with social anxiety so I've been isolating myself because I don't want to be uncomfortable in social situations isolation I think is truly one of the worst things though we can do to ourselves in our 20s and in our 20s we got to lean on each other I think our culture, especially in New York City where I live, feels very, very just individual, solo, be a solo stallion, whatever, be yourself, all this stuff, just ride solo, like you don't need to have a community, I don't know, there's so much just messaging like that that I've consumed before and honestly, it's empowering in a sense because yeah, be yourself, be an individual, like go on a walk with yourself, go on a date with yourself. But I also think it's really important to have a community around you of a close inner circle of people that you can lean on and go to when you're feeling down. Like today I called my best friend in Florida and we talked for like 30 minutes and I realized how much of a mood booster just talking to my best friend was. And it's like, don't, I know how easy it can be to isolate ourselves, especially in the winter. I want to just stress that like the winter it's cold outside or it's the fall right now. It's going to, it's starting to get cold in New York. It's like in the forties, it's getting colder outside. People are wanting to spend less time outside, more time inside. And I think as a result, it can be really easy to find ourselves isolated in our apartments and our homes, not wanting to spend time with other people. Cause the comfortable thing is to grab a hot cup of cocoa, put on Netflix and hang out by yourself. But when you do that consistently for a long period of time, you're isolating yourself. And in your 20s, when times are tough, when things are confusing, when there's a lot of anxiety, I'm sorry, like there's, I think in your 20s, it's kind of an anxious time. And like I said before, like if you don't have to be anxious, like we can give up our anxieties to God and just ride on the wave, which in just talking about that, best thing ever, it's really hard to do, actually do that though. So, it's easier said than done. <laughs> and because it is, I also think it's just so important to have a group of people around you who you can go to when things are challenging. And maybe that's just one or two people. But I think like making an effort to see people is so important and to just connect with people instead of just isolating and letting work overtake your life. I know how exhausting it can be to come home from an eight hour corporate job or eight hour shift at a juice bar. I've done both. And I know how exhausting it can feel. I mean, I work for myself and I work sometimes 12 hour days and I, I feel like I don't want to see anybody and like I've been there. But when I don't see people, when I isolate myself is when I sometimes find myself in the worst headspaces and in the worst places and the most confused places ever. So I just want to put out a reminder there to find, to just build some community around you and a great a great resource because you're probably like Callie like yeah I want a community as well like just like how do I even do that is there's a book I really like it's by Jenny Allen it's called find your people and it's kind of all about that and I love it and I haven't finished it yet but I've almost done with the book and it's so good I also would recommend don't unplug this but I will anyway I have a group chat for my studio and I am really going to make an intentional effort this month to do a better job at bringing our community together. So there are so many of you that are so similar. I can't even begin, you guys. Like 
I wish you guys could see from my end what I see about our community. Like sometimes when I'm asking you guys on my Instagram stories, what are your goals? What are you going through? Whatever. The amount of responses that are the same. I'm just like all these girls would be best friends and I wish that they all could be best friends. Like we have all just such similar mindsets. It's so cool. So I really want to bring do a better job at bringing all of you guys together. So you can join my group chat. I'm going to link it in the show notes below. And that's going to be super fun this month. We're also going to have a Pilates challenge coming up on November 1st. So I'm really excited for that too. So if you're looking for a community, you can start with my community. It's online, but you can totally connect with people in your area and make some best friends. Also, another great thing for you to do is going to places where you know you will attract your tribe. Like the the saying, your vibe attracts your tribe. It's so true. And if you want your vibe and you know your vibe is being a very like book reading loving person, by the way, guys, I got the new Colleen Hoover. It starts with us book and I am so excited to read it. So if I could join a book club, that'd be a vibe, but maybe you love reading books, go hang out in bookstores or in libraries or join a local book club. Facebook groups have so many options in different areas for different clubs and stuff. So I would even look there and join one. I also love going, I have a church I go to in New York and it's just so amazing for meeting people. Church is like such a great spot. And like I go to a community group Bible study and I've met some cool people through that. So that's another cool thing you can do. Um, I would also say like if you're more into in-person fitness stuff, going to in-person fitness classes, getting a studio membership, getting a gym membership can be also a really cool place to make some friends. But I also think in those situations, um, like having, realizing that making friends takes a lot of effort. And the first few hangouts and making meeting people can feel a lot like a lot of work. But I promise after a few times, you're going to know if you're going to click or not with that person. And then it's not going to feel like so much effort. So it's being intentional with it. Don't overdo it with having friend dates, first, first date friend dates. But I think it's like if you're feeling really lonely, like you don't have people in your support group or in your support system or your inner circle. I think it is really, really cool to, to like to really be very intentional about where you put your energy and spend your energy and just realizing it does take energy. So don't feel like you're the only person who feels drained after they hang out with someone on the first friend date. Like it can be the most amazing, fun friend date ever, but you might feel a bit drained because you were trying so hard with a first impression <laughs> and meeting someone for the first time. So I think realizing that is really important too. But seriously, put yourself out there and don't get discouraged if you don't click with someone right away. I like I know that there are people out there in any city for anybody and I've tried so many times to lie to myself and be like, yeah, well, it must just be the city, like people here suck, whatever. No, I think there's people for everyone in every city. It's just how to find them can be difficult, especially if you're working all day long, it can feel like a lot of energy and a lot of effort. But I promise like you will meet the right people. And I always just trust that God has the right people in store for me. And I always, if I feel very discouraged about it, I'll just pray to God and I'll be like, yo, like, am I going to make some friends? I feel lonely. Like I just, I trust you. I just, I just like really feel lonely right now. And that can be really reassuring too. It's just putting your faith in God and trusting that he has the right people already picked out for you. 
So it just is your job to just go on some friend dates and figure out who it is. But yeah, anyway, I think I'm trying to think if there's anything else about navigating your 20s I want to touch on today, but I think that's kind of it. I mean, I just want to just reiterate that you don't have to have everything figured out. I don't think anyone ever truly has life fully figured out. And if they do, I want to talk to that person because that's amazing. But I think life is just, it can feel like a whirlwind sometimes and it can feel confusing. And it's really important to just take a few steps back, slow down, don't compare yourself to someone else's journey, realizing that your journey is created specifically for you, nobody else, and just trying hard to just not compare yourself, not compare your appearance, not compare not compare your smarts, not compare your job, whatever. Like I just, I I know how it's so easy to say, but truly like if you can try to keep your eyes in your own lane and feel excited for other people's wins and successes, but don't let it destroy and kill your joy, being excited for others, but also being excited for your own life. I think that makes a really, really big difference in just overall happiness Like, I think social media sometimes can play a pretty big role in, like, showing how healthy we are on the inside is if you're consuming a lot of content and you feel just like you're not enough or you feel like you're comparing yourself to every single girl on there. I think that's a good reflection of realizing what's going on inside your heart and things that you can maybe work on internally. Like, maybe you need to work on your body image or work on how to build your confidence, how to just keep your eyes on your own, in your own lane. And a great place to do that is meditation, seeing what thoughts keep coming up, thought patterns, cycles, journaling. There's so many journal journal prompts on Pinterest, so many journal prompts on TikTok. You can literally get journal prompts in journals (laughs) at bookstores. I think that's also really, really a helpful place to just start to dig deeper and figure out why am I comparing my life so much to other people? And I promise what you see on social media is not, it's just not, completely real and I'm sure you've heard it before but seriously a lot of us are figuring it out I mean all of us are really figuring it out I don't know if you looked at me and you were like she has it all figured out I promise you I do not have it all figured out I feel like I've just been I don't know so confused recently but we're just going day by day and if New York City is where I'm supposed to be New York City is where I'm supposed to be if Florida is where I'm supposed to be Florida is where I'm supposed to be you know like I think I just end of the day it's really important to put your trust in a higher power and trust that God has, has it all under control. So the most you can do is just follow, follow God, follow the open doors. Even if they don't make sense, follow the closed doors. Even if they don't make sense, keep going along, keep just smiling, just trying to feel grateful for things around you and realize and just embrace this thing we have called life. So I hope this episode helped you a little bit. I'm always here for you, first of all. Please don't hesitate to ever DM me. And if you ever have anything you want me to chat about and address, please, please, please let me know in your request. It helps me a lot. And yeah, I just want you to know I'm here for you. My Instagram, you can DM me as I'm sweaty and I know it. Also, please, please rate this podcast a nice review if you're feeling nice. It helps a lot and it helps it reach more people and impact more lives. And also, I started my YouTube channel again. So I post vlogs and videos on fitness and wellness and all that good stuff. My YouTube is Callie Jardine. 
and I have a TikTok. I'm sweaty and I know it. And yeah, I think that's like all the places you can find me. Sweaty Studio too. Just plugging it all right now. But anyway, have the best day. Keep shining, my gorgeous queen. I promise we got this. We're in this together. We're growing together. We're going through it together. And you're amazing. All right. Please don't forget that. Please keep shining and smiling and making the world an even better place. All right. I'll see you next week. Bye, my gorgeous queen. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.